BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank. Be bold. Venture wisely. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. Last year, as the pandemic was bearing down on Southern California, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti said the city needed to do more to help unhoused people with their hygiene needs. Here's Garcetti on April 8th, 2020. From the beginning, I've been committed to improving our sanitary conditions where our unhoused Angelinos live putting more than 300 sanitary stations for washing hands uh, on our streets, dozens of porta-potties. But I was disappointed to learn that many of those hand-washing stations didn't have water or soap or paper towels. So thanks to Judge Carter, to my deputy mayor, Christina Miller, for the fast action. We have talked to the folks that are our vendors, and instead of being checked once a week, they will now be checked daily to ensure that people living on the street can maintain sanitary conditions, and all of us can help stop the spread of COVID-19. That will begin starting tomorrow. But an investigation from the website LA Taco finds that despite Mayor Garcetti's commitments, not much has changed. Many of those stations have not been filled with running water, paper towels, or soap during the pandemic. Reporter Lexis Olivier Ray worked on this investigation for more than a year. She spoke with the California Report's Keith Mizuguchi. I looked at five months of assessment records from the sanitation department in Los Angeles, and these assessment records kept track of soap, water, and paper towel levels at hand-washing stations, and they were assessed pretty much every day. What I found was that although they assessed these hand-washing stations, there was no record of the sanitation department actually assessing all of the hand-washing stations in the city. On average, they assessed roughly 50% of all the hand-washing stations. And they also found that as the pandemic got worse, more people got sick, the sanitation department actually assessed fewer hand-washing stations. And what about the vendors who are contracted by the city of Los Angeles to assess these sanitation stations? I looked at hundreds of purchase orders and contracts that showed that Although vendors were required to service hand-washing stations and portable toilets every day, they didn't always do that, but they did charge the city for the cost of maintaining these units. During your investigation, you spoke with a number of unhoused residents. What did they have to say about these stations? The majority of them said that either hand-washing station units weren't being serviced regularly A lot of people said that they didn't trust the units, even if they were being serviced. And then several people told me flat out that they just didn't know where they were. 
In terms of the service issues, it ranged from everything from lack of water and or soap. A lot of soap dispensers were missing. And um, most of the units that I checked on didn't have paper towels. Residents were forced to, in some cases, buy their own soap to use these hand washing station units. In terms of the mistrust, um, since these units are on the sidewalks and really anybody can access them, it's really easy to get into the water supply. People express concerns about people tampering with them. Someone said, told me that one of the units had bleach in it and they felt that it had too much bleach. And then there were the people that just didn't know where they were and really looked to me to tell them where these units were. There were certain neighborhoods in L.A. where there weren't any hand washing stations at all. And there's also a big issue with the lack of portable toilets, right? Correct. And through my reporting, I, I learned that a lot of unhoused residents felt that the lack of portable toilets was actually of greater concern and there was a higher demand for, for bathrooms. Residents told me that they could find alternatives to wash their hands, you know, maybe buying a bar of soap and a gallon jug of water or just using hand sanitizer. But finding a place to go to the bathroom, especially during the pandemic, when so many businesses were closed, was a real concern for a lot of the people that I spoke to. Has the problem gotten any better? Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, there were certainly some units that were well-maintained and maintained regularly. And then there were others that were ignored for weeks or in some cases more than a month. Um, I have continued to check on certain units in my, in my neighborhood or if I come across a, a unit when I'm out. And um, I, I noticed actually one of the units that I reported on, they, they have replaced the soap dispenser that was missing for a while, but it doesn't seem like the situation has necessarily gotten any better than what it was when I began reporting on this 14 months ago. Following his statement in April, Mayor Garcetti doubled down just a few months later and said that crews were checking these stations on a daily basis. The city sanitation department has gone back and forth on who's responsible. From what you gather, has everyone just been passing the buck on this issue? Yeah, and the sanitation department essentially told me that they have nothing to do with the units anymore and directed me to another department. The mayor's office, they put it on the vendors pointing to contracts saying that they are responsible for assessing and servicing these units seven days a week. And I didn't hear from any of the vendors. None of them would speak to me. and. You know, in a few months, these units, they could be pulled from the sidewalks. The contracts are set to expire in late October of this year. The city did mention, though, that the city council might take another look at these units. And it seems possible that the contract could be extended or they might find some solution to make some of these hand washing station units more permanent. That was Lexis Olivier Ray, a reporter and editor with LA Taco. Lexis, thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Keith. And that is the California Report for this Monday, July 5th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Lily Jamali. Thank you for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. 
Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hi there. I'm Randad Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Support for the California Report comes from Personal Capital, helping people take control of their finances with financial tools and objective advice from a fiduciary advisor. PersonalCapital.com. Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. And Blue Shield of California, closing the health care gap since 1939. Learn more about their commitment to quality and fair health care for every Californian at news.blueshieldca.com. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading!